0: Hi everyone, good afternoon and it's a wonderful day in Lagos, Nigeria. It's a bright and sunny day. My name is Okwe and um, welcome to Bible Study. You know it's been very interesting that uh, we studied what it takes to get into the palace and we realized from 1st Samuel chapter 16 that The first thing that was mentioned about getting into the palace was the technical skills. I mean, they were talking about David playing the harp. But we also realized that they talked about more than the technical skills. So further down in 1 Samuel 16 verse 18, they talked about some other qualities. And those qualities weren't qualities that get you in the palace. I define them as qualities that get you to the throne. So we've looked at technical skills in our previous study on the 1st of May, and we're now going to be looking at the second quality of anyone that will get to the top of the mountain in our current world. So turn your Bibles with me, like I always say, get your Bible, get your pen get your concordance your dictionary your google um a nice cup of coffee you know or whatever water you know soda i mean whatever you take your smoothie and um, find a quiet comfortable place and for the next few minutes let's study the second quality that was mentioned about someone that would get to the throne are you ready So it was said in 1 Samuel 16, verse 18, then said, look, I know a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is skillful in playing. And, um, of course, technical skills, we've discussed that, 1st of May. And the second thing he said was that he is a mighty man of valor. So what does that mean, that he is a mighty man of valor? And that's what we're going to be looking at today, a mighty man of valor. First of all, the word mighty in that means the Hebrew, the Greek or no, the Hebrew word, pardon me, is it means powerful. It's called gibor. Right. And it means someone um, who has who has bravery and courage. Right. And then valor is called shayel. I hope I got that right. And it means the ability to produce an effect or get something done. So we are talking about someone who had courage, who had strength, who had capacity, and who had the ability to get some things done. So it is not enough, therefore, for you to have technical skills. Technical skills will get you into the palace. It will get you noticed, but technical skills will not get you to the throne. The next layer on technical skills is... What the Bible calls a man of valor, but what we call courage and competency. So let's unpack courage and competency a little bit more. Now, what is competency? Hmm. In fact, let's backtrack a bit. No one even considers you for leadership if you don't if you're not competent. And you definitely will not get to a position of leadership. If you don't have courage, and I'm going to prove that to you today. So I'll go back to where I started from. What is competency? If you have your dictionary, you know, we said we get our dictionary, you can Google competency. You can what does you know, go into your Google and say, what does competence mean? Or what does competency mean? And you will find out that competence is the ability to do something successfully and efficiently. It has synonyms with similar words like capacity, resourcefulness, full of accomplishment. Now I want to talk about those three words: capacity. That means that you have what it takes to get the result that you are that you are being asked for. You have the the, 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 the width and the bandwidth to do that work. And, you know, work or any form of interaction to get results is usually not only you sometimes, a lot of times. So it means you have the resources, the talent, the, you know, to get that done resourcefulness talks about the ability to provide solutions outside of the box which means that you are somebody that can think through things and you know find strategic solutions per time and you are full of accomplishment in fact let me backtrack to resourcefulness resourceful people also have what we call a wide network so that means that a resourceful person is probably somebody that has built relationships over time that they can call on because no human being has the ability to solve all problems in themselves different people have different talents and different capacities and different capabilities but somebody who is resourceful whom you would describe as competent not only has the ability to do their own part but they also have the ability to call on the other people to do the parts that they cannot do therefore in the end they are full of accomplishments which means that no no matter what you give them to do it will always be done successfully and efficiently now this reminds me of what was said about Joseph in Genesis chapter 39 it says um, you know it talks about Joseph and it says in the words let me just open that Genesis chapter 39 open with me Genesis chapter 39 from verse 1 he says now Joseph was taken to prison And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guards, an Egyptian, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down. He says, the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man, which means everything he did was successful, right? And he was in the house of his master the egyptian so doesn't that sound like somebody that is competent another person that that word was used for uh was an efficient spirit that was daniel so you start to see joseph and daniel two people that sat at the highest echelon of government in their countries people two people that sat on the throne and what was their secret the secret was that they were competent they were able to get results right now The question becomes what's the secret of competence how do i ensure that i'm always able to get results i mean i don't know everything do you i don't now we'll go back to genesis chapter 39 and we'll start with verse 2 again read with me the lord was with joseph and the lord was with and Almost like, and there's a comma somewhere there. Implying that, and if you read from up to verse 5, it implies there that the secret of Joseph's success, and we also know about Daniel. Remember Daniel in the lion's den. Right, that the secret of Daniel and Joseph's success was that the Lord was with them. But the Lord can be with you. And he might not be able to help you. And I will explain that. Because if God gives you advice, if he gives you an instruction, if he tells you to do something a particular way and you don't do it, he is with you like he is with everyone that is born again and is a child of the living God. But it is another thing to harness the capacity of God to to, to make you competent by letting him lead you. Now what does it take to be led? That is the core of competence. And I've noticed, I'm going to point out four different qualities that it takes to be led. Humility, not thinking that you know everything and everything is because of you and your innate talent and capacity and abilities, pardon me. Dependence on God, understanding that God is the one leading you and being willing to take instructions from him at all times. A teachable spirit, which means that when you are corrected, you listen and adjust quickly, and a heart of gratitude. So, what am I saying? Anytime you see a competent believer, what you are actually seeing is somebody who is humble, who is dependent on God, who has a teachable spirit, and who has a heart of gratitude. Therefore, if you are going to get to the top of the mountain whichever mountain it might be the seven mountains of influence as a believer to be able to showcase yourself as competent not i'm not i'm talking about you as a believer now not any other person you must be somebody who has a spirit of humility somebody who is dependent on god somebody who has a teachable spirit and a heart of gratitude now, we've talked about competence. Now, let's talk about courage. So, if you're with me again, get your diction and make sure you're opening that Google. Because you know what you see, what you have, but we're not going to even start explaining that. But make sure you open it and type, what does courage mean? And it is the ability, you know, the definition of courage just blew me away. It is the ability to do something that frightens someone. Therefore, courage is not the fact that you're not afraid. Courage is that you do it even though you are afraid. Therefore, God is teaching us today through King David, who wasn't a king at this time, that anyone who is going to sit at the top of the mountain as a believer, I keep stressing as a believer, is somebody who takes steps even while they're afraid. And I'll give you some examples of how you take steps even while you're afraid. The Holy Spirit asks, asks you to speak up in a big meeting. And you do. With your heart beating and your voice shaking. Asks you to take on that huge project in the office that you don't even think you have the competence to handle. God asks you to step into the unknown with him. And go into a sector or a job or you know something that is bigger than you. And he's saying, I'll walk with you. Or God gives an opportunity and you're just so scared, but you still step out to take it. That is courage. So being afraid is not an excuse. The ability to take that step while you're afraid is what makes you worthy of the throne. Now, my another question that hit me, and I'm sure it's hitting you too, is how do you now tie competence and courage together? I mean, they look like they are opposites, don't they? Competence, doing things efficiently, courage. You're afraid. You know you don't have the ability. You know you don't sometimes have the resources. You know you can't see the end. And yet they're expecting you to be able to do it efficiently, successfully, and, you know, be the best at this thing. How do I step out into the unknown? How do I step out when I'm afraid or I'm uncertain and be sure that I will come out with amazing results? <laughs> now, this is where the King of Kings, the Almighty, the Creator of the heavens and the earth, the one who is the King Almighty, the one who marvelously helps, comes in. And that is why being a mighty man of valor is so amazing. Even to unbelievers, even to people that do not know Jesus. Why? Because how do you, scared, step in and do something and then it comes out so successful? It doesn't make sense, right? That's the God factor. So the next time that God asks you to do that thing that you're afraid of doing, to step into that unknown opportunity, to take that job that is bigger than you or that project that is bigger than you, to speak up in that place where your voice is shaking. Remember that a mighty man of valor is one with a humble heart, a teachable spirit, a heart of gratitude who is totally dependent on God and therefore follows God into the unknown, trusting God, To make it work for him or her. That is how you become a mighty man of valor. God is training you for the throne. God is teaching you how to climb up to the throne. So make sure you don't miss that opportunity when it comes the next time. To step into the unknown. Because those that are meant for the throne are people that walk the journey of stepping into the unknown, holding on to God, trusting him to help them be the best version of themselves. Now, there is one quality about competence that I want to hang on to and really, really close with, and that is someone that is hardworking, somebody that is diligent, somebody that is dogged, somebody that is persistent, and somebody that is consistent. So if you are all the other qualities I just mentioned, and you are not hardworking, diligent, dogged, persistent, and consistent, and you know in all those words you can see discipline, you know, just shooting out all over the place, it becomes hard to showcase yourself as a competent, courageous child of God. Remember, that you are being trained to sit at the top of the mountain. And as God takes you through unknown paths, you are becoming a mighty man of valor. It definitely takes more than technical skills to get to the top of the throne. In addition to technical skills, we've seen that it also takes competence and courage with foundations of humility, a total dependence on God, a teachable spirit, a heart of gratitude and a hard-working attitude. So, let us pray. Daddy, we ask that you help us. We are not always courageous and sometimes we're a bit lazy. Sometimes we get a bit puffed up when we get small results. But we ask today that you help us to become mighty men of valor, full of courage stepping out trusting you give us hearts of gratitude break the hold of pride and a, a, and an arrogant look at ourselves help us to be totally dependent on you we are willing to go through your training school for the throne thank you lord in jesus name we have prayed now make sure you keep praying Make sure you let the Lord lead you on those uncertain parts. Remember, it takes more than technical skills to get to the top of the mountain. We now know it takes courage and competence. Until we talk about the next skill, which I will be posting very soon. Stay on this three and watch God do marvels with you. Remember, Jesus loves you very much. God bless you. Take care. Bye-bye.